0: You know that I'm antiquated because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman makes. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Let's talk. I mean, this. You know, this. This may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, Booty Calls. Hello family, hello, hello. I know you're not used to me being up this time of morning with you. But I couldn't sleep and I just wanted to talk with you. I couldn't sleep, but I am half-sleep, but I wanted to talk with you. I didn't know if anyone would actually be up with me tonight, but we have a good topic that needs to be discussed. So many people need to discuss this particular topic I want to talk tonight about healing, the necessity of healing. Healing is the main thing. While while you're preoccupied with all of this other stuff, <clears throat> and you're trying to do all of these other things, the bottom line is that healing is most important. All of us at some point in time are traumatized. We are hurt by people. Uh, We've been crushed in life. All of us. All of us. And on the backside of those experiences um we are faced with um decisions and the decision is how do i handle this you know um how do i get through this season of embarrassment how do i how do i come out of this season of abuse abandonment misuse um how do I deal with it? And so there's like this laundry list of things that, you know, are at the fronts of our minds that we think we should do, we wanna do, we feel like doing. But wisdom says with all of this stuff you're you're contemplating healing healing is the main thing. You get through with all of this stuff, going through all of this, the main thing is that you heal. Because as I am observing society today, we have a lot of people who are still very broken. You know, I look at my brother's I look at my in um, the broken men, and it's not attractive. A lot of lot of angry, broken brothers, and when a man is broken, the first evidence of his being broken is his desire to tear down the women in his world. evidence of him being broken is his inability to be able to celebrate brothers that um, may be succeeding in their season. He can't celebrate them. He can't even function like a real man, because real men celebrate accomplishments of others. Real men protect women. But when a man is broken, we learn that from Adam. The moment Adam was broken and was out of sync with God, the first thing Adam did was to accuse Eve. He attempted to throw her under the bus because the first sign of a a broken generation of men is when, when that generation of men attempts to do harm to the women in their world. We've not healed. We've got a lot of men that have not healed. You've not healed from father wounds, mother wounds. You've not healed from broken hearts. You've not healed from toxic women that abuse your love. You've not healed. And because you've not healed, you've become poisonous to your own communities. And then we have a lot of women who are not healed when a woman is not healed, she becomes self-destructive. Because usually the fallout of a woman not being healed is the need for affirmation and approval. And what happens is when she's desperate for affirmation and approval, she loses herself. She loses her dignity. She loses her self-perspective. Her value is diminished in her own eyes and she sells herself for nothing because she's not healed. So the main thing, healing is, the main thing, what I want to see happen ultimately is I want to see people healed from the inside out. not talking about physical healings, Talking about emotional and spiritual healings, because when we've been crushed by life, there are some natural, um, natural and unproductive reflexes. Um, number one, we may want to get even. You're not healed when you're not whole. You may have a mindset that I'm going to, I'm going to get even. Um, You may want to cover up the pain, and you you may want to act as if it doesn't hurt. It didn't bother me. When the reality is that you are completely and totally obliterated, you're crushed. You're pulverized. You may want to immediately move on to what's next. That's what most of you do when you've gone through traumatic situations rather than taking your time, taking your medicine and healing and growing beyond the thing, growing out of the thing. You, you, you swiftly move on and you're replacing people before you've restored yourself. And then there's some of you that, rather than just really getting down to the nitty-gritty of doing the self-work and healing, there are some of you that try to create a positive public campaign. You, you just go into political mode. You turn your emotions off. You turn your feelings and your spirit off. You even turn your intellect off. And you just go into PR mode, and you just create a public campaign that says, I'm winning I'm winning. The reality is that your your pillow is filled with tears every night because you're not really winning. You're just so caught up on and you're just more concerned about impressing the world that you're all right. You're doing good. And then the others of you that get angry and you want to start a smear campaign. And that never works out well. Because negative negativity, negativity um, never produces positive. Now listen to what the scripture says here. In Jeremiah thirty and seventeen. In Jeremiah thirty and seventeen and amplified it says, For I will restore. I will restore health to you and I will heal your wounds says the Lord because they have called you an outcast saying this is Zion no one seeks her no one cares for her she's an outcast this is you know so God says I'm going to heal your wounds because they have called you an outcast Now, there are a few things that I want to just outline for you today um, that come as a consequence of not being healed. You know, these are some of the things that will happen in your life. Uh, When you've gone through this stuff, when you've had these horrible relationships, when you've not had the kind of family support, when you've had major voids in your life and you've been broken by these things, but rather than dealing with them, you just choose to sweep them under the rug. We had a wonderful Mother's Day dinner yesterday. I sat down with my mother and Lisa's mother. And uh, we just had a real candid conversation about things that families, especially black families, don't usually talk about. We talked about all of the trauma and the dysfunction in the families. And I learned a lot of things about each of them and their childhoods and what they've gone through. But most of us want to just cover that stuff up. And when we cover that stuff up and we, we become the containers of all of that pain... Man, that pain just, um, um, it ferments within us and it turns into something more catastrophic, more diabolical than the actual original event when we don't process it, when we don't talk about it, when we don't have a space where we can really open our hearts and just share this stuff that we need to get healed from, that stuff sits within us. And and we as black men especially, we've been taught that we're, we're less than men if we discuss our issues. And our issues are the very things that are creating our health crisis. Our issues are the very things that are driving us to lives of crime. It's because we don't have anywhere we can effectively and healthily process our pain and just get healed. It's not about looks. I don't care about looks. I, I hope you figure that out about me right at this point. I don't care anything about impressions. I don't care anything about image. I care about being whole and healthy. I care about you being whole and healthy there will be sometimes that I will talk to you in ways that may seem a little harsh. It's because I'm not really caring about your momentary feelings i'm talking I'm caring about your long term outcome, not your momentary feelings your long term outcomes. I want to see you come to a place of healing because if you don't here's some of the things that will become a part of your reality, invite some people to come in here. I know it's early in the morning and people are sleeping. All right. People who had nothing to do with the initial infraction will become the collateral damage in your life because you will develop expectations of new people based on the behavior of old people. And this is what will begin to sabotage your relationships. Somebody that hurt you 10 or 15 years ago has set within your heart uh, a hardness that now Everybody that comes into your life after them, you are inflicting upon them a, an unrealistic, inhumane standard based on the crime that another person committed because you never really got healed from that. Watch this. Random outburst of anger. You're not healed, bae. Those of y'all that can't control your, your anger, you're just having random outbursts of anger all in front of your children, all in front of your coworkers. You're not healed. This is water. Make sure y'all don't go tell no lies on me now. It's water. I'm not sitting up here drinking beer sparkling water. Make sure y'all see it now. Okay, here's a third one. You'll be incapable if you don't, if you don't, if you don't get down to the healing, doing the work to get to the healing, you will be incapable of unifying. If you don't heal, you will not be able to come into a place of unity with anybody. And I was, I had a revelation on unity the other day. I saw the word opportunity. And when I saw the word, the first thing that popped out to me, opportunity, is that um, opportunity, you can't have opportunity without unity, because unity is the last part of the word opportunity. Opportunity. Can't have you can't have opportunities without unity. So if you don't have opportunities, it's probably because you don't have unity, and there can be no unity without you. So when you are sick and when you are broken, and you need healing, many times you are the missing link that is preventing the whole of a group or a community. From experiencing the opportunities they should because you need to be whole many times that's the case with us as men because we have not processed our trauma we're holding our entire families up we're holding the entire next generation up the opportunities are centered around the unity and we are the we are the missing link to the unity that engenders the opportunity. Uh, here's another one that will happen if you if you don't get if you don't come to a place of healing. You'll be triggered. You'll be triggered. You know, um the slightest little thing that will go on will trigger you. And when you when you're triggered you you step so far out of character. You scare some people. But because In a certain moment you were triggered, that opportunity was canceled because you carried on in a certain kind of way. And when you're when you're when you're when when you have these triggers, people that don't have your best interest at heart can play with your triggers to disrupt your future. You are uh, number five. You become incapable of empathy when you when you are not healed. You become incapable of empathy. You on, because you only see life through the lenses of your own pain. So now you've become incapable of empathy. People are hurting all around you. People are having issues that are far worse than yours, and you can't even be empathetic. Because your unprocessed pain won't allow you to see outside of the parameters of your own situation. Your lack of healing has made you selfless or selfish. And then number six, if you don't bring, if if you don't get down to the healing that you need, you're going to constantly transfer toxic energy. You will bring toxic energy into every setting you go into. People can be doing fine until you show up with all of that stuff you're carrying around. And now you just unload all of this toxic energy into an otherwise great setting, great event, but you show up with your toxic energy and you ruin the whole thing. Your, your lack of healing causes you to hear things that have not really been said, causes you to see things that are not really so, and you're challenging stuff, you're, you're bringing toxic en- energy. And then you, you ultimately, number eight, you ultimately come to a point where you just become the source of pain for a lot of people. You become you could potentially become an abuser. You become um just a source of of major pain for sometimes people that you love, but you can't help yourself because your hurt and your pain is ruling your soul. Now, um, I didn't finish jotting this, but I'll give you what I did jot relative to the necessary, some necessary components of healing in the general sense. Number one, to bring healing to your life, your heart, your soul, you're going to need um, a historical analysis. Like when we sat at that dinner table yesterday, I got the historical analysis of my mother-in-law. I got some historical analysis of my own mom. And their being able to share that with me um, brought about what? A, a sense of closure and healing to a lot of things that they had been carrying. And it gave me understanding of them, their their ways, you know, their actions. I understand them better now. But more importantly, their being able to share that historical analysis with me helped us to be able to sit there and put the pieces together I said okay mother-in-law well this is why you behave like this it's because this happened 50 years ago or 60 years ago to you and she's looking and she's like yeah she's putting the pieces together And likewise, with my own mother being able to put the pieces together as it pertains to why certain things are the way they are. The historical analysis gives you the the kind of closure, gives you the kind of perspective and insight that allows you to have the kind of closure that you can put these things to bed. No pun intended. We all should be going to bed right now that you can put these things to bed in a healthy, to locate the issues in you. Once you get that historical analysis and you see what you know, your forefathers did and what your upbringing was like, now you have to do the work to figure out what was deposited into me. What did I, what did I transfer out of that situation? You didn't just transfer your mother's beautiful looks. You transferred some of the other stuff too. some of the other not so uh, sexy stuff. You transferred some of that stuff too. you got you got to get the historical analysis. Then you got to locate the issues that are in you, which means what? You have to take a break from trying to psychoanalyze everybody else's issues. And now you have to really take an introspective look at your own heart. Thank you, Shamedia. You have to take an introspective look at your own heart, and you have to be able to ask yourself, what issues are in me? How much of my father, my mother, my siblings, my family How much of these issues that I picked up from this demonic person that I was trying to have a relationship with, how much of that stuff have I transferred, was transferred into me, and now I'm carrying that forward into my life? And then you, then you have to, um, you have to have, um, an encounter with the truth of God's word and the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and freedom. If you don't want to embrace the Holy Spirit, you're going to have a rough way to go trying to do this on your own. Now let me see something here. Don't look like I get nobody in here with me this morning. Um, this is a lesson that I taught, and I'll run through it really quickly. Then I'll go. Seven things the mind. Seven things the mind needs to heal because life produces pain in that pain when it's not processed it distorts the perspective i call this broken consciousness how you process this pain is important don't get stuck you know when you realize when you realize that you must process it to protect your soul because it may produce broken consciousness. And what is broken consciousness? Broken consciousness is when you can no longer identify yourself. You can no longer locate your potential. Everything that God has poured into you, you can no longer access it. You cannot manage it. You cannot maximize it. And broken consciousness will have you uh, ordained as a king, but living like a pauper and incapable of doing anything about it because a man or woman will never rise above their own consciousness. When you have, when you've dealt with trauma and you've dealt with pain and you've dealt with things that have hurt you severely, those things are working to break your consciousness to separate you from the best version of yourself. So you have to work to no end, to make certain that you don't get stuck in the realm of broken consciousness. The mind must be healed. Psalms 23 and 3 says, he restoreth my soul. The soul speaks of the mind, the will, the emotions. He restoreth my soul because the mind must always be healed. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.